It was Earth Day, as I recall, probably the third grade, maybe fourth grade. They gave us this little tiny seedling. It was for a pine tree. We had an opportunity to go home and plant it. Well, where I lived at the time in upstate New York, eight acres, a little over eight acres. It was out in the middle of nowhere. Matter of fact, I think on about a mile long stretch of road, there was about five homes at the time. As I recall, they were all on the south side of the street, fields on the north side of the street and in between many of the houses. And so I got a chance to plant this little tree amongst many other trees, fruit trees, other pine trees. I don't know where I planted that tree, to tell you the truth. I think it might have been the front yard, and it probably didn't thrive. At least I don't remember it thriving. Matter of fact, it probably didn't because you know how it is. Even in upstate New York where water is abundant, where the rain comes down quite a bit and the sun shines sometimes <laughs> during the summer, well, you still got to do some work. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of fertilizing or you got to plant it in the right spot. You got to work at it. Well, that's true of marriage too. Just because you spent 20000 on a wedding or 5000 or 50000 or whatever it might be, just because you had the best day of your life, which incidentally, if that's the best day of your life, hopefully it just goes up from there, but it's going to involve work. And I think most of the successful people I've talked to, it was wonderful to be able to finally marry the person, not of their dreams necessarily, because you often grow into that. It's the person that you love, the person that helps you to become better that person, when you marry that person, you don't just fall in love. You're excited about the opportunity to be with them. And then you work towards love and you nurture it. I was reading a, a podcast that I, or a, a blog that I'd done quite a few years ago about lumberjacks need not apply. We don't need lumberjacks in marriage. We don't need people that will tear down, that will take an ax metaphorically to each other, that will attack verbally. We need people that are quick to have genuine appreciation, not quick to con have condemnation. Appreciation, not condemnation. It's about nurturing, not destroying. It's about creating. Marriage is a long-term endeavor. I still remember several years ago, a gentleman, I was in the same room as him, and he made a, I made a comment of something about sprinting, that life is much like sprinting. And he countered with, Life is much more like a series of sprints or more like a marathon. I didn't like hearing that, but there's a lot of truth in it. Our marriages aren't so much about just a one-time fall in love and then we're done with it. Some people have talked about a seven-year itch, about seven years. After seven years of marriage, it gets really tough, and so now divorces really pile up. Some people don't even make it seven years. I've heard of a few couples recently who quit husband or wife or both within the first few months. What did they expect? Did they think it was going to be easy? Did they think it was going to be like showing up on the very day or the very month when a bamboo tree, or I guess plant or whatever you want to call it, when it just shoots up 20, 30, 40 feet or whatever it does? Well, they didn't see all the work before that. I was reading something else recently that reminded me that you know, even when we think about short-term success, so someone was an overnight success, that's not how it works. We just didn't see the build-up to it. We can look at anything and say, oh, look, look how quickly that developed. Look how quickly that blossomed. Unbeknownst that there was much work before that. <clears throat> so how do you nourish your marriage? I think it, it depends on what you're, well, it, it starts before you even get going in the day. You take some time to meditate and to think about what you want to do to help nourish your relationship that day. 
What surprise are you going to give your spouse? Not like just buying things, but maybe serving, doing things, helping. What roadblock are you going to remove from your spouse today? What thing are you going to do that shows your spouse how much you love him or her that they've never seen you do before? If you don't cook, is today the day you try? Maybe you don't even succeed very well, but you try. That's actually one of my areas that I've had a challenge with, and thankfully, my wife helps me along. I had an opportunity to cook with her recently. We cooked in the kitchen. I tried to not get in her way, but to simply help to do what she needed me to do. We cooked a really good meal, probably 98% her, 2% me, but that's okay. We did it together, and it was an area that I need to work on. Is there something that your spouse just knows you're not going to do? I was told recently or listened to a podcast where someone was talking about that their spouse didn't take care of the toilet paper roll. They didn't put a new roll of toilet paper on. Or you hear about the toothpaste that doesn't get refilled or that's the tube is kind of not as pristine as one would like. Or maybe there's the challenges with socks or underwear or whatever on the floor. What are you going to do to change that? I'm reminded of a person that for years and years and years was asked to finish a certain project, but this person had time to finish a lot of other projects, but just wouldn't finish the one for a spouse. Why not? I know we're busy, but can we prioritize what our spouse really needs? Can we nurture the marriage by doing those things that really add value, that really help grow the tree? By the way, going to my tree metaphor, that little seedling, the pine tree seedling, would have helped if I put soda on it? Would it help if I just ignored it? What, what it really needed was nourishment. It needed water. It needed sunlight. It needed good soil. What are the good things you're going to do for your marriage today? Maybe it's just one thing, but one thing that's simple yet profound. Could you do something you've never done before that takes less than five minutes, less than one minute, that would blow your partner's mind and set up a great connection? Perhaps you could say, I love you. I'm sorry. Perhaps you could turn your eyes and your ears to face your spouse and listen intently as he or she tells you something that seems rather mundane to you, but is important to them. Good luck.